Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram as well as B Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I wanted to talk to you guys about Soap Studios figures because they have a brand new premium cloth goods, tons of accessories to work, Joker figure, bank robber version, Heath Ledger from the Dark Knight film. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. And it is available now for pre-order. You can find that at Big Bad Toy Store. Or you could just check out Soap Studios on Instagram. Or you could check out my review on my YouTube page. Again, that's Batman TAS Figs. And if you want to see pictures of it, I have a lot over on my Instagram, Batman Figs. I'm telling you, these are very nice figures, especially this Joker figure. Um, it's on a Mezco-style soft goods, if you've ever seen Mezco. So... I definitely would jump on this figure while you can. Go pre-order it. You won't regret it. Soap Studios. Get them while they're hot. Scott. What? It worked. Okay, I hopefully might he's... The, I might find the activity, but I found it. I didn't realize it was a little notification bell. Okay. Hello. Mike? Yes. Hello. Ah, yes. It worked. It seems like we're in business, finally. Okay, perfect. Well, welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. And as, as you've already heard, we have Mike. And if you're not following him, you definitely should. Uh, he, You can find him at, at Batman underscore on underscore vacation on Instagram. And... He is a fantastic toy photographer, and you'll never see the same Dio twice because his Dio tends to be anywhere he's traveling around the world, which is also always awesome and fun to see uh, his different adventures and where uh, Batman ends up in a, on a daily basis. So we're honored and uh, happy that not only that he took the time to join us, but that he's been patient while we've been trying to work out the kinks on the recording. But we got it all finally worked out, Yeah, and yeah. we're happy to have yeah. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to to, to work through those things. I'm uh, super pumped to be on the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really uh, happy that you guys invited me to come on. It's super cool. Uh, you know, I, I follow you guys on on Instagram. Love the work that you guys do. A whole po- podcast about Batman uh, couldn't be better. So, uh, well, we're happy to have you. Thanks. Yeah, and uh, well. We want to get off first and uh, learn a little bit about you, and we want to kind of see uh, what, what kind of influences might have led you to uh, being the fan of Batman that you are today. Were you like growing up? What were your first experiences in the superhero realm? Yeah, so it goes back a, a long way, as long as I can remember when I was a kid growing up, superheroes and, and uh, specifically DC were around in the house. I mean... Uh, you know, like the Super Friends cartoon was still on TV in reruns when I was a kid. Uh, we had the Kenner Superpowers action figures when I was a kid. Oh, uh, nice. well, I, I, we have pictures of me and my brothers in um, Superman pajamas that come with the red cape. So superheroes have, have always kind of been there. But I, I think for me and Batman, it has to be 1989 Batman the movie i was seven years old when that movie came out just i guess i was just a couple months before turning seven i remember seeing it in the theater vividly 
I remember the trailers that were before the movie, <laughs> like that movie had a serious uh, impact. I mean, it was a, it was a phenomenon, right? So bef- before then it was, uh, you know, the Batman 60s TV show and the super friends. So to have that, that darker, uh, you know, version of Batman uh, was epic. And then when Batman, the animated series came out, I was just about 10. It was a, a month before I turned 10. So a perfect age uh, to, oh, to, yeah. to, to get into the animated series. Uh, and the animated series had a huge impact on me in terms of my love for Batman, in terms of shaping sort of my understanding of the character and, and the villains. I didn't grow up reading the comics through the 70s and the 80s. So a lot of my exposure to those characters was through that show. So it, uh, it really impacted uh, sort of my, my perspectives of, of these characters. It was awesome. What was it like growing up with all this incredible sort of Batman activity going on with animated series 89 and then returns as well? Yeah. I mean, it, it was awesome. I, I remember growing up in that era and, and just uh, everyone was crazy for, for, for Batman, like the, the action figures and, you know, the arcade video <laughs> games and Nintendo and Genesis video games. Like you went to McDonald's and, the toys were in the in the in the happy meals and the animated series was uh at least for for myself and my brothers i mean we watched that show religiously i remember the night it aired i remember sitting in the basement with them the, the hype the anticipation for waiting for that show to come out um and it was a uh, it, it was great that the late 80s early 90s in terms of uh action figures and and all that stuff it was just you, you couldn't you couldn't escape it it was a uh, it was amazing do you happen to remember uh just specifically how juiced or not if the what was the crowd like when you were in the theaters watching 89 it was it was great um it was a a mix of you know so a, a lot of kids were there their parents you know took their their kids to see the movie so it was a i was pretty young i was like seven I guess seven years old ish. Um, and so you had such a, a range of, of ages. They were certainly older, older kids and teenagers. Uh, it's funny. I remember one of the things I remember, it's not about Batman, but I remember <laughs> before the, the trailer before uh, there was a trailer for Jason takes Manhattan. And I remember ju- just the way that the trailer was set up. You didn't really know it was a Jason movie and, and all the kids, you could hear them all murmuring through the theater. Oh, it's Jason. It's the, it's the new Jason movie. And he spins <laughs> around and, and everyone, everyone was so excited. It was, it was awesome. Like we came out of that movie just so, so pumped for Batman. It was, it was the coolest thing. And because of just my age, 10 years too young to have, uh, you know, been the seven-year-old in the Christopher Reeve Superman movie to have that as my, you know, big screen superhero impact movie. So uh, to have to have Batman '89 at that at that age, it was just uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. It really it really did kick off the the love for Batman specifically. I, I like a lot of superheroes and a lot of DC superheroes, but uh, you know, I, I'm curious if Batman '89 and animated series and Batman Returns, which I love, and Mask of the Phantasms, the best movie. You know, oh. w- w- without all of these things who would be my favorite superhero might not might not be batman because early 90s you had you know jim lee era x-men and x-men tv show there was lots of good superhero stuff happening but 
it was Spider-Man, the animated Spider-Man series. animated series was great. And other comics that were out at the time spawn and, and stuff, but oh, yeah. w- without, you know, the, Do you remember Savage Dragon? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and so without, without Tim Burton's Batman movies and the animated series, you know, I'm not sure who would be my superhero. So I feel, you know, pretty lucky to be at the, at the right age, uh, to, to enjoy all of that stuff to the max. I love that we got to hear such a vivid memory of it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, I remember friends, you know, those, uh, uh, those things you get in your car to put in the, in the windshield to keep the sun off. And my, I mean, remember I had friends had like, you know, big bat symbol ones that like after (laughs) Batman 89 came out, it was just, it was everything Batman. It was the best, it was the best time to grow up for sure. So afterwards, did you immediately run to start collecting the figures or did that come later? So, yeah, I mean, four kids in my family, we had a lot of action figures growing up and a lot of a lot of it was Batman and, and Batman, the animated series, you know, through birthdays and, and Christmas, etc. But in terms of me and, and being interested in collecting uh, figures, because I, I have a, a small, modest collection of DC collectibles and DC direct um, figures but that's something that's come later in life with, with money to just to, to spend on it. <laughs> when you're a kid, you, you sort of, you get it as presents and all of those, yeah. all of those figures are gone. The ones I grew up with, uh, you know, those, the, the Kenner superpowers and the original Batman, the animated series ones, I had Batman and Robin and freeze and I had so many of them and they all disappear over time. But, uh, that's why I love the new DC collectibles animated series line. It's so good. The nostalgia factor is so strong. Uh, so it's, it's been awesome to see these coming out and stuff. When I was a kid, I never in a million years would have expected to get like a hard act figure. You know what I mean? Or a gray, uh, gray ghost. Yeah. I mean, wh- what an awesome, what an awesome line. What you think? Yeah. And that's some of the favorite ones from that line. Sorry. What was that? Hey, what were some of your favorite figures from that line? From the current the current line? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my favorite figures, like I'm kind of a purist classic. I love just the animated, not the new adventures, the animated series Batman, the, the classic yeah. look. Yeah. I met Kevin Conroy at Comic-Con uh, not that long ago, just earlier this spring and had him sign the box. Uh, I love that figure and the animated series um robin i like the new adventures the look of some of the characters uh i think it has kind of a cool mature look obviously scarecrow looks good uh, but personally some of those some of those designs I'm, I'm not as big a fan of i don't collect them as much i don't think yeah. like the freeze is as good when that show uh redesigned freeze uh kind of take his humanity he looks too much like a monster uh and so you, you kind of lose the empathy for the for the guy uh, you know, and, and and what his motivation is, and uh, you know, the Riddler kind of looks more goofy as opposed to intimidating. So, I I kind of gravitate more towards the original series ones. The the figure I would love to have is the the Phantasm. It came in the the two pack, which I oh, didn't get amazing. for uh, financial purposes. But if they came out with a Phantasm single, I would be stoked. I hope they do that. They re-released the uh, the Gotham GCPD set, so hopefully they give some relief to some people. Yeah, which is awesome because, <laughs> like, I love Freeze, but you know, didn't didn't invest in in the full 
uh, that that full set. So now that I have the chance to maybe get the the freeze on his own, but yeah, Phantasm for me saw that that movie when it opened opening day, Christmas Day, empty theater. So cool. My dad took me and, and my brothers to see that, and that still for me is like the best Batman movie. That's like the defining Batman movie for me. They just Bruce Tim nailed it. All those guys, all those producers nailed Batman. I can't argue with you on that one. Yeah. It definitely deserves a lot more recognition than people give it. Yeah, it's 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 got everything you would want in a in a Batman movie. And and the thing that was great for me uh, about sort of being 10, 11, 12 when that show was on was that I was the perfect age in terms of being young enough and and old enough. Young enough in the sense that it's Batman, so it's awesome. Like Batman fights a werewolf and he wrestles an alligator. And, you know, when he has am- <laughs> when he has amnesia and remembers who he is and he punches his way out of the box, you know, yeah. as a kid, you're like, this is the coolest thing. And as I said, <laughs> uh, because I was so young, uh, it had a strong impact and influence on my understanding of the characters. But then at the same time, I was old enough to really appreciate sort of the maturity of the show. Like each episode was almost like a little mini movie, a little film noir movie. The like how they how it was such a character driven show. Like, you know, you have villains like uh, Baby Doll and Clayface and the way they did Two Face and Freeze. You you have empathy for for these villains. And I think I was old enough to to kind of appreciate uh, that sort of dark aspect of it and uh, how character driven it was. So. So yeah, I mean, the, there's no bigger Batman influence for me than than animated series and Kevin Conroy. Well, keep that in mind. Oh. Keep that in mind because we're going to ask you your favorite episode in a little bit. Oh, but I we want to ask you. Would. I've been thinking all week about it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to ask you first a little bit about the more of the toy photography. Now, do you have a significant other? At all? I do. Yes. Now. Do what do they think of your current hobby? Because you are on Instagram now, and you do post uh, very cool toy photography photos. You def- definitely have your own style and uh, your whole thing to yourself—a whole different category of just awesomeness. Yeah, so, I, re- I really appreciate what is, that. What is? What do they think? Of so that? I have to give full credit to my wife. Like this is kind of because of her. She's been the one motivating me at each step. Um, awesome. A couple years nice. ago, when the Lego Batman movie came out. I obviously took my wife to see it. I loved that movie. And, uh, you know, I would talk a little bit about how much Lego I had as a kid and, you know, Lego was so cool. And, and so, uh, just sort of on a whim as a present, she bought me one of the big sets just kind of for fun being like, here, you love Batman, you love Lego, you know, rekindle that, uh, that love for Lego. And when she bought it online, she had a little option for for very cheap an add-on set that she purchased at the same time and it's a little box it was designed to look like a like a suitcase and it came with a little lego minifigure and a couple of accessories like some flippers and an ice cream cone and and a and a selfie stick so my wife was like my wife was like i thought this was cool so you know maybe you could get it you like photography maybe you could take some pictures and i thought that was kind of a uh, a cool idea and this was just before we did a trip to nashville tennessee and so i thought you know i have a an instagram a personal instagram account at the time didn't use it that much i don't really like being in front of the camera that much but maybe it would be a fun a fun way to encourage me to to take some more pictures so once i decided i was going to take that little set it took me all of three seconds to decide well i'll use batman instead of the little yellow minifigure 
Um, <laughs> and so I, I posted some pictures, uh, you know, to my personal account and some friends and family thought it was kind of cute. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll keep doing it. So the next vacation we took was to Scotland. And that was the time oh, yeah. uh, I decided to to kick it up a notch with the encouragement from my wife. So got some new outfits and some new accessories. She's the one who convinced me to create uh, its own separate account, Batman on vacation. She's the one who kind of uh, counseled me on how to properly use hashtags to the best effect. She's the one who, she's the one who was uh, telling me, um, you know, how to strategize the frequency of posting regularly enough to make sure that you know people stay interested but not so frequently that i run out of pictures because unsurprisingly i don't i don't spend my life on vacation i do have a day job (laughs) so you have to take pictures and then drag it out a little bit um and even now sometimes you know i'll be out and she'll take a little minifigure and will help set stuff up or she'll hold something or or make sure lighting is good she she gets right into it as well so I give my wife full credit. This wouldn't exist without her. That's awesome. And I love the sort of settings that you choose for them as well. Do you pick them out purposely or is it just kind of a spur of the moment thing? Yeah, they definitely are. So there's a bunch of different challenges to doing Lego photography. And then it has its own challenges being a travel vacation account. Um, one of them is that you're on vacation, so you kind of want to just enjoy <laughs> your vacation instead of kind of yeah. always being stressed about the next picture and, and where to set Batman up. But So you have to find the right balance. But um, the spur of the moment thing, sometimes you'll be on, uh, you know, out somewhere, maybe, you know, a big crowd. And I remember when I first started doing this and it would be a spur of the moment and I would think this would be a good Batman shot. But then you have the little bit of feeling of self-conscious, like you're whipping out like this little box with all these Lego and little Lego Batmans and you're kind of being all particular and setting it up and people are watching you. What are they thinking? Mm. Um, so I've had to get <laughs> over that. Like now I, I don't care. The response from people is 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 pretty great. Um, but the uh, it's definitely a lot of a spur of the moment, although I found early on that. Uh, you know, you, you'd get home at the end of the day and you'd look through pictures and it wouldn't quite be how you, you wish you had done it. Or maybe you then after the fact think, oh, I should have done it this way. And so now when we go on on vacation, I begin to sort of visualize in my head, not quite drawing out storyboards, but start to visualize, you know, these are the big tourist sort of sites. And, you know, these are the things that we might see and how can I set it up? Because the other huge issue with this is the scale. Batman's so tiny. And so you want to get the camera nice up close to get a good shot of Batman, but then you lose the background and everything's, you know, in the yeah. background is blurry. So how do you maintain that sense of like, this is, you know, vacation and, and, and show the setting and show the background or, or whatever. Uh, so the, there's always going to be a difficulty with with setting up uh, photos and balancing, you know, Batman and all his little, you know, uh, outfits and, and, and accessories I have for him, which people react to. But then also balancing the fact that you're trying to showcase, you know, the stuff that's around him, like where you are. Uh, so that, yeah. that's, that's always, always a trick on top of the fact that he's this tiny little black 
Lego figure, <laughs> so the lighting is always messed up. What camera do you use? No, I don't. Fascinating, because yeah, it's hard to capture detail on Lego figures. That was fine. So I'm just using an iPhone seven. Uh, when I started this, I was with a Samsung with a terrible camera, and so when I <laughs> needed a new phone, I was like, I'm going to invest in one with a with a better camera, and. Uh, it, it's been it's super useful um the iphone because it's easy to to pull it out of your pocket and you can take pictures quickly and like you said like a sort of a in the moment um but at the same time it's not quite as good as a as an slr so i think i i i do own an slr and i have started experimenting a little bit with lego photography with an slr which is how most people do it uh trying to hone that talent because i'm very quick at doing it with a phone doing it with an slr i'm a little bit slower than when you're on vacation and someone's standing around waiting for you to go on to the next thing or or you know everyone's looking at you you don't want to take forever so one of my goals is to try and and experiment with some different types of cameras and different types of different types of lenses the, the other trick is you know because you're not at home doing a diorama you're out and you're on vacation you don't get a second chance um and so it's been a lot of uh learning in terms of how to do it uh how to take these take these photos well it's not easy man that's a that's just alone is a lot that i would never have thought about yeah I, but I, I have to say, you do it magnificently, and you do a good job showcasing the different areas you go. It's always a lot of fun to see what you post. I appreciate that. That's uh, it's great to hear. I mean, I started doing it, and I kind of told myself, you know, it's just it's just for me, and uh, you know, I don't want to go too intense. And of course, as things go, when you get a hobby, is uh, I'm a lot more intense. I take more time doing it. I have more accessories. I told myself I I'm never really gonna you know, go beyond using an iPhone. And here I am starting to practice with SLRs. Um, so I find it fun and, and, and my wife is into it and people that travel with me, they, they start to get into it. So it's nice to hear that the effort pays off and, and people like it. I mean, I, you don't, you don't do this for the likes and you don't do it for the, for the follows, but it's nice to know that people out there enjoy what you do. So I appreciate Definitely. that. And the toy community definitely owes your wife a big thank you because, yeah. Yeah. If she got this all started, big thank you because this is awesome. Yeah, and for sure. And I think there was a, you know, it, 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 there's certainly a learning curve. And there have been times where I kind of like, yeah, is this kind of, you know, what should I keep doing this or whatever? And she's always been very, uh, very supportive. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Lots of thanks. Now, Lots of thanks to her. Where's the coolest vacation or coolest spot you've been? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I loved I loved Scotland. The Scottish Highlands were Scotland. They, they were amazing. I loved the Highlands. I look back on it now because that was early on in my in this hobby. Uh, I just think back on how I could do it differently, and if I had a chance to go back, they would be, you know, so much better. But um, did you have any scotch? I did have scotch. I do. Yeah, I do enjoy a good scotch. Hmm. That is awesome to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to choose because I just, whenever you're on vacation, you just appreciate being being away and and traveling and, and somewhere new. But 
love Scotland. My wife's uh, background is is Scottish, uh, so we we've been a few times, and we will go back. We'll go back again. Awesome. I love Edinburgh, so Batman will be back to Edinburgh for sure. <laughs> now, the big question, the traditional question, we've come to that time. Okay. What are your top three Batman animated series episodes? And I'm sorry to do this to you, but no, you I thought it. you were going to say top one, so this is good. <laughs> Okay, so it's the show is it's a great character driven show. Um, so Robin's reckoning has got to be up there for sure. Nice. The the relationship between Batman and Robin, the fact that it's a two parter, so you kind of get you know twice twice the Batman. That's that's a bonus. Um, yeah. Plus the first appearance kind of outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where am I going to go from here? I like some of the fun, some of the quirky ones. So uh, okay. I know a lot of people really like Almost Got Him, which is great. Um, yes. But I think I'm going to go. I've got Batman in my basement. I think that's a. Wow. I think that's a fun just so if you're going to give me three i got to throw in just kind of something something from the kids perspective i love that episode and sort of the sense of like the kids become sort of the main characters and how would you react i mean everyone would love to come across batman when you're a kid imagining batman and then getting to save the day uh so, so that one resonated with me that's uh, a cool choice we've never heard that one before yeah that one would re- resonate with me as, as a kid what a fun situation and then after that, I mean, you, you, it's almost like take your choice, right? Like that's why I allow three. <laughs> Heart of Ice is great. I think the way they they did the origin of um, Two Face. Two Face is one of my favorite characters, so maybe I'll go with uh, the the first two parter of, of Two Face. The way they did. Uh, you know the 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 backstory with Big Bad Harm, I and mean, he's kind of got a split personality. I think their their treatment of of that transition from Harvey Dent to Two Face is spot on. And I think at its core, my favorite Batman is Batman, sort of kind of film noir fighting fighting gangsters and and criminals and thugs. So uh, I'm gonna go with Two Face as my next one. But I mean, there's For there's sure. so many so many to choose from, so many. No, I thought I love it. The one with Clay, yeah, the one with Clay, where, where they're, they're Clayface is chasing that girl, and it turns out it's a little chunk of Clayface who broke off and wants to be separate from Clayface. Like, there's just uh, growing pains. Yeah, there's just so many good ones, right? Like, you could spend all day, which you guys spend the whole podcast doing, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, and that's interesting that you also picked a, a favorite from the new Batman Adventure. Yeah, that's exactly. You got to you got to spread it around. But yeah, we, that was the first time we've heard anyone say that that's their favorite, one of their top three was Batman in My Basement. So that's awesome. Yeah, some I know. love. Kind of an out of the box uh, choice, but if you're going to give me three, then why not? <laughs> uh, now, Scotty, you can take the gamble. See if he's if he's a fan. Well, I have a feeling you are. So, are you a fan of the Arkham games? I am a big fan of the Arkham games. Oh, fantastic. yes, I, I did love see the Arkham that you, games. You actually got. Um, an asylum figure signed by Kevin Conroy, right? Yes, I did. I got uh, the Amazing. the the first first series one uh, Batman signed by by him. That's amazing. Um, what was it like meeting Conroy? 
oh it was surreal man it was it was so cool we stood in, stood in line at it at his desk uh, at his table in the morning before he came out and i was in line about 40 minutes and it was a decent amount of anticipation and the lineup for for kevin conroy compared to the other people who were there that that morning <laughs> it was it was huge and down the wall and they, they you know uh so when, when, when he came out and he climbed up uh on the desk and he does uh you know his classic thing at conventions like uh i am vengeance i'm the knight i am batman in his voice uh, uh it was um it was pretty cool and he was just i mean you don't get a lot of time to talk to him but uh you know i got a quick photo and and got to tell him you know how how big a fan i am of uh, of his work and he's nice and and friendly and and humble and and actually when he was uh signing mm-hmm. my 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 figures specifically the the arkham batman he even said he's like yeah this is a pretty cool figure good choice so <laughs> i felt pretty happy that he was um impressed with my my merch uh choice for him i truly believe the arkham line is probably dc collectibles best line the animated line's amazing but if you want something that's totally oh, that's great, <laughs> the arkham yeah line, nothing beats the arkham line for how complete it is yeah i i don't have too many of them um when I was when I started collecting again, I was still a grad student, so justifying the the, the money for figures was was a, mm-hmm. was a little tough. But I have, I have a few. I have um, Batman. I have Bane from Arkham Origins, oh. or yeah, that's what it's called, right? Arkham Origins. Yeah. Um, and then I have also what's the other one? I guess I have Deathstroke. Oh, from, the, oh, from from Arkham, yeah, from big. Arkham Origins, which is the which is the best of all my figures. It's one of my favorite figures. Just the the quality of it. It looks exactly like the game, but on top of that, the design itself that they use for the from the game is is just it's baller. It's such a cool figure. I'm glad you brought that up because the figures are incredibly accurate to the game. Whereas you get some releases from them that like I'm not sure if that looks completely right, but I feel like they did nail it with these figures definitely yeah so when you have an awesome design and then they're able to replicate them as a figure so accurately it just it makes it great and i've never had the heart to take those out i i'm one of those guys i I leave mine in the box i started doing that just because um originally back dc direct like depending on what what uh what series if it was a green lantern series or a flashpoint series the the cards, uh, you know, the blister pack cards, they all looked different and it looked like art to me. So yeah. I liked having it on the wall because I liked the art to go to go with it. Um, and so I got in the habit of not taking them out of the box. And I just kind of I kind of stick with that because I like to look at the art themselves. Although a lot of the figures now just these sort of square window boxes with the white. It doesn't have the same. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not quite the same. So I'm I, I kind of don't know how I feel about. The, the current packaging i like the, the the whatever you call it the clamshell you know on the cards um, yes each yeah. card is is unique to the wave or the series uh i miss those days okay so with the arkham games top four how do you rank them which is the best and which is the worst mm-hmm. so the second one is the best agreed um then I'm going to go to Arkham Origins 
would be would be my second favorite. I love how big the world is. Uh, I like the villains. The fourth one is is awesome in the, uh, the, the all the stuff with the Batmobile and, and getting to drive around the Batmobile is pretty cool. But I think for me, why I put the second one next just as my preference. I love the setting. I like that sort of wintry Christmas setting. Yeah. I think it works well for Gotham and Batman. I love I love Batman Returns as a movie in that sort of Christmas setting. Uh, so that's where I put the next one. But it's again, I mean, you're you're splitting hairs of what makes one better than the other. <laughs> they're so all fun, they're <laughs> all so good. It's it's one complete story. For me, it's one giant game as opposed to four different ones. Um, but the yeah. second one is the one that I would pick up and play again and again. The fourth one for me had the biggest learning curve with the the, the Batmobile. I found oh, it yeah. difficult to switch yeah. my brain from punching and and you know doing all the Batman controls to then you're in a in a essentially a tank and having a tank shootout and all those different controls. It was for me it was a little discombobulating. <laughs> it is hard, isn't it, to get used to from going all these sneaky missions to then just getting around blowing the crap out of things. Yeah, and and so good, and and I kind of miss Joker a little bit. So yeah. I, I like I like that he's in it. You know what I mean? It's sort of like whatever it is, flashback, or he's in his in his mind or whatever. But I like the second one. It's the 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 Joker's front and center. He's alive. Uh, yeah, Glad you great mentioned game. Arkham Origins as well. Showed that some love. That's a great game. Was actually played that game. game on air. Oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, it's got it's got some some great moments, and the fact that they made the city just sort of that much bigger, and um, you know the way you can jump around using the using the bat wing. It was a little bit short for me. I wish it had been a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, as as a game, but had some awesome boss fights, and uh, I think the design of Batman was super cool. And yeah, um, you know, you boss fight. Holy crap! Yeah, exactly. I mean, just the the the. The, the cut scene that they had in the trailers, which you can, you know, is still on YouTube when I watch that every once in a while, Batman fighting, fighting Deathstroke amongst all the, all the, the shipping containers. I'm like, Warner brothers, there, there it is. There's your movie. Like just exactly. wh- whoever did that, hire them and let them make a Batman movie. Like it's just incredible. It it's, not, it's, not, it's not, it's not that hard. I'm sure Scott wouldn't disagree. No, absolutely. That we should have seen that movie. That's, that's what we probably would have seen with Affleck and and uh, all the uh, original plans. But oh, it's just incredibly stupid that they didn't do that. But actually, you you brought it up, and that's actually quite a good point. What do you reckon of the new Batman casting for the new movie that's going to be coming out? So I learned a long time ago not to freak out about casting until until it happens, until you until the movie comes out and you see and you see the movie. I mean. Uh, the internet didn't exist around, you know, in 89, but, uh, you know, I have read that there has, there was a lot of backlash when they cast, uh, Michael Keaton from Mr. Mom and, and Beetlejuice. <laughs> and I think Keaton is a fantastic, um, Batman and Bruce Wayne. I think he plays them both so flawlessly and people freaked out over Heath Ledger and Heath Ledger yep. was incredible that is the biggest case in point isn't it yeah and people people freaked out about ben affleck and you know Mm. i'm I'm a i'm a fanboy and so it's not super hard to please me when it comes to this stuff 
I think Ben Affleck as Batman is he's badass. I mean, he's yep. he's got the especially for for that version of Batman for kind of a a bit of a I don't know a, a sleazier a sleazier wary kind of kind of you know jaded. War, war, jaded Batman. I think Ben Affleck played it well and he's got the chin for it. I mean, Ben Affleck yeah. in, in, in that suit, when he goes and he saves Martha, it's just, it's, it's incredible. So, uh, I think, um, Robert Pattinson's a great actor. Uh, I think people only think, Oh, it's that dude from twilight. He's done a bunch of super decent indie movies since then. He, he's got good acting chops and I trust this director. Uh, I think it's a, I think Matt Reeves is a super good director uh, these guys know more than I do about making a movie. So uh, Definitely. I, look, I, look, I look forward to it. You know, you see pictures that people make on the internet, put, put you know, you know the, 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 the suit or the cowl on top of the actor. And you're like, I can see that. Looks good. Yeah. What's so, all the villains that are supposed to be in the movie? I'm, I, I don't know. So my understanding is there's going to be a lot of villains, right? This yes, we've got like, like Two Face, Mad Hatter, Firefly, Catwoman, Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler. There's loads apparently that are meant to be. <laughs> it's crazy. Again, I, I think we'll have to wait and see. I I'm all over that. Uh, I think there have been so many villains. Um, we've had a lot of Batman movies, and we've had a lot of a lot of repeats. Um, so I think to see some new villains on the big screen would be super cool. I think it just needs to serve the story well. You know what I mean? There's there are too yeah. many uh, super. There are too many superhero movies that put in too many villains, and it becomes and and too many characters overall, and it becomes overall, and it becomes a mess. The Joel Schumacher movies they are just overstuffed with villains uh, and characters, and it, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, and neon and and yeah, nipples on bat suits, and, and it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't work. So if the idea is they're in the movie, but it's because, you know, Batman's going to spend some time in Arkham and they're behind bars or it's kind of like, you know, he's going through people to interrogate them or or kind of, you know, hush, like he's kind of working through the villains. I think that's that could work, Um, but it's going to have to be a good a good balance if it's just, you know, a pile of villains all kind of running around, uh, you know, doing stuff. It, it could become sort of a disservice to have so many characters, but again, we'll have to wait and see. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't, I don't get too worked up over the, the rumors and, and these kinds of uh, leaks in terms of what the plots mm-hmm. are. Often these leaks and stuff aren't true. And then uh, often these guys are professional movie makers. They have a they have a plan, and I just got to have faith. I mean, we've had some bad Batman movies, but I have to have faith that Warner Brothers is going to treat this this version with a lot of respect. So we'll see. Definitely. Are you looking forward to the Joker movie? Definitely. I think the Joker yeah. movie is going to. The trailer looks so good. Um, I think the idea of having so almost like a separate Warner Brothers DC label, like a sort of a grittier, darker kind of label, um, is great as a fan who can keep it all straight in his head. I have no problem with it, but I have had people, coworkers and stuff, be like, "I thought 
walking like phoenix is the joker but then there's this you know how is he the joker if it's jared leto and i'm like no it's like a separate it's a separate thing and i think warner brothers is going to have to have a time keeping it straight even the new batman like the new batman movie is it's the ben affleck batman but in the past right like it's a prequel but they're still making the current dc universe like birds of praise coming out suicide squad so the current timeline is still happening but they're going to possibly recast Henry Cavill as Superman. And then you have this Joker separate thing. They're not, they're not making it easy on themselves for no. the non DC fan to know what the heck is happening. <laughs> True. That is very well put for how scatterbrained it is. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, just like the more movies, the merrier. Yeah. I have to agree with you. And I think we do take it for granted that we're comic book fans. We tend to just, we're built up and we understand the lore and for the, average person that just likes watching the movies they're probably like what the heck yeah and even as like comic book fans you have you know 52 universes and multiverses and you know you have you know black labels and else worlds like it's it's not it's not hard to follow for comic book fans but for the average moviegoer who's already i think a little bit on the fence with the warner brothers dc movies it could be a bit of a it could be tricky but you know, for me, as long as the movie's a good movie, um, it doesn't doesn't really matter, and it could get people excited for 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 the the, the DC um, sort of properties to have um, some variety and some. You know, Aquaman is really light, and this Joker looks kind of a little bit more Taxi Driver esque. Which, yes, you know, I, I think it's cool to have a different vibe and style for your movies. I like the Marvel movies, but they all kind of feel the same. You kind of yes. I mix them up in my head, right? But, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we, that was actually a really good analysis. I can feel like I could listen to you talk about DC stuff all day. Yeah, I mean, I could talk <laughs> about this stuff all day. Yeah. But uh, where, where are we going to be able to see Batman on vacation next? Any upcoming trips? So Batman on vacation has got a few trips planned, definitely. He's without giving away too much. Uh, this coming <laughs> this coming September, uh, he's going back to Europe. Ooh! And then and then in November, he's got a a, a brief, but will be a fun uh, vacation somewhere in the U.S. Nice. And then lots of different locations. Yeah. And up. then in uh, February, he's going back to the Caribbean. Oh, I'm really looking forward to that then. Yeah. So people have really responded well to some of the shots that have been posted recently from his spring trip um, down to, to Beckway to St. Vincent. Um, and so I have a lot more from that vacation to post, but I'm getting to, to go back, which will, which will be nice. Because like I said, sometimes you go and you're like, oh, I should have done this picture. I didn't get a picture of this. Um, and once you're gone, you're gone. It's not like you're doing this in your backyard. So to, to get a chance to go back to somewhere that I've already been and, and sort of uh, get another go at it, that'll be kind of fun. Perfect. And before we uh, wind down, Scott, any last words for, for hey, Mr. Mike? Yeah, I've got to say thank you so much for coming on. Um, absolute pleasure to talk to you. And yeah, keep on posting those vacation shots. Love it. And make, make, even if it does make me extremely, extremely jealous. <laughs> what you're doing around the world but uh, no seriously man keep uh, keep on going with it love meeting new people and yeah 
thanks so much for coming on yeah thank you guys so much for for reaching out and thinking to have me on it's um you know it's a pleasure i I love the work that you guys are doing so uh to sort of get a a chance to come and 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 talk to you guys and be included in, in one of your projects is is pretty cool and uh, I'm sure, like you guys, uh, anybody who knows me will will be able to attest to the fact that I love talking about Batman. I could talk about it all day, so uh, I'm happy to come on anytime you want and talk about Batman. Well, we're definitely going to have to have you back on very soon because this was a blast. And uh, we'll probably have to get your analysis on the Joker movie for sure when that comes around. Absolutely. I'd love to. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, we want to thank again Mike. And if you are not following him, what are you doing? You need to be following him right away. You can find him at Batman underscore on underscore vacation. And you'll, you might be a little envious, but you'll also just enjoy the great aesthetic and the great little escapes he brings throughout the day or week, whenever he decides to post. And we thank him for taking time out of his day. It was a lot of fun, not only getting to hear about what got him into uh, the comic world and loving heroes, but also getting to hear uh, that his wife got him into the toy photography, which blesses us all on a daily to weekly basis. So yeah. thank you to her. And again, this is DC figures and collectibles where we do what you do too, where we kind of uh, don't want to start the toy photography thing. But once we start, we go full bore and here we are. Yeah. So thank you again for joining us. Look forward to the next episode. Uh, we have a lot coming up with comic con uh, right around the corner. So we look forward to you joining us with that. And we will talk to you shortly. Goodbye. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. Big BadToyStore.com. Go check them out today.